Welcome to the 120th edition of Make Pro Wrestling and Majestic again. I am Tiger Height. And I am Peanut Gallery. So, we're just going right into it on my soapbox because there is some stuff that we got to talk about. Uh, the deal with TKO did not happen until I think like Wednesday or Thursday. So, this Raw was the final Raw with uh, like underneath McMahon control. Yep. Ever. ever. Yep. So, Raw. Had 1.353 million next to 1.704 with a 0.4 demo next to a 0.52. And if I'm not mistaken, this was the Bills and the Jets game. Yep. Uh, basically right next to each other. Obviously, people are going to watch the rivalry match. Uh, the rivalry matchup game. between the yeah. two. Uh, this is kind of where we're going to be for the next couple of weeks because football is in full swing. Yep. Uh, Jay Uso kicked off Raw. It was pretty good. He's really really popular and i don't know what they're going to be doing because now you have two incredibly popular baby faces essentially on one show so how are you going to juggle that and i think they're trying to figure it out well who's the other mega star cody rhodes cody rhodes is on smackdown now oh he is yeah well not not at this time he was on raw but he's he's moving over to smackdown it hasn't been it hasn't been done yet but that's that's essentially what they're doing they're trading cody rhodes and Jey Uso. Okay. Well, I assumed yeah. as much, but as of right now, like, we're talking in the context of this show. Yeah. And of this show, you have two mega baby faces. Well, technically three if you want to consider Seth Rollins. Seth, I don't, I think Seth Rollins is a, I mean, he's a heel for all intents and purposes. He's like an anti-hero. Right. Uh, you know, uh, the first match with Jay Uso and Kevin Owens, I'm liking the conflict where Jay basically has to atone for his sins mm-hmm. on Raw because there were a lot of people who went from Raw to SmackDown that faced Roman Reigns like Kevin Owens, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre. So he's going to have to have interactions with all of them at some point in time. Mm-hmm. And Judgment Day wanting both Usos to join them is kind of interesting as well on one or two shows because they can show up on both shows mm-hmm. because of the tag team championship situation. Uh, Cody Rhodes segment was fine. The six man tag with Alpha Academy and Tommaso Ciampa taking on Imperium was also good. I did like that. Uh, the women's world championship match was interesting and Nia Jax. Now, Nia Jax did a bonsai drop and I swear to God, she sat full weight on Ray Ripley. I cannot confirm that, but Ray Ripley was not on SmackDown this week. So, is she hurt? Maybe. We don't know. Um, Nia Jax being back, I have mixed feelings about it. I think the women within Raw definitely need the star power because Nia Jax is a draw. Mm-hmm. But we need to make sure that she is equipped to do this. We do not want another Charlotte Flair fight or more injuries. Now, she's lost weight. Good for her. She looks good. And people were surprised about it. And Raquel, this is her second opportunity. And with Nia Jax running interference, Raquel has the opportunity to say, hey, I was attacked before. So at the very least, they're keeping Raquel strong. And trust me, they need that more than anything. Mm -hmm. All right. NXT. NXT had 850,000 people with this segment alone and the overdue, like I think it was like 1.2 million. Yeah, people it was it was it. crazy. Um, next to 673,000, and then it was a 0.26 demo instead of a 0.18. One person, one 
person was almost able to get over Dynamite. Yeah. A roster full of people, and this one person almost took it over. Isn't that the most insane thing? I mean, 673 ain't bad. Like, that's but really 800,000 plus is fantastic. Yeah. Numbers. Oh, absolutely. And the match itself with Tiffany Stratton was great. This was a very good main event. Becky was definitely leading the charge, mm-hmm. but Tiffany really showed what she can do as a competitor. She's only 24. I want to keep that in everybody in mind of how good she is right now. Mm-hmm. At 20 goddamn four. Right. So that's insanity. Uh, the Global Heritage Invitational continues to be a highlight. Uh, the Creed Brothers had a match with Idris Nofe and Malik Blade. It was fine. Uh, this new guy, Miles Bourne, is actually fairly competitive. He is green, but he what did he hit? He hit crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he turned him heel so quickly. That was a bit of a mistake. And then Wesley and Ilya Dragunov in a number one contenders match. There is talks that that could possibly be at least match of the year talk. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. It was a very good match. But when you have Wesley and Ilya Dragunov in a contendership match, are you going to have a bad match? No. no. You're just you're just not. And I feel like even with Becky not being there, this show would have been better uh, with the numbers. It mm-hmm. would have probably maybe even surpassed 700. But Becky really put that over. And yeah. I, think, I think she will really help out the roster quite a bit mm-hmm. as it relates to their training, you know? So I'm, I am overall happy with this decision. Tiffany Stratton was not buried. She's going to go back for the title probably a no mercy, mm-hmm. so everybody needs to calm down. And speak of the devil, dynamite. Woo, and this was bad. Uh, 888,000 next to 887,000. It was a .31 demo, same as last week. Nothing changed. Zero changed, and the crowd continues to just fizzle out. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pictures, they speak a thousand words. Right. They ran this building. I think the current setup that this night was, I think like three hundred or three thousand people. Mm-hmm. The capacity is like twelve thousand, and they ran this exact building last year, and they had a six thousand capacity. Right. People, wake up, get reality in check, because they couldn't even sell it out. The hard camera tickets were available. They were available. There were people sitting over there. If you if they were not available, people wouldn't be able to sit over there. Right. Right? Jesus Christ. And despite like Roger Strong and Samoa Joe had a fun main event, but that was the lowest drawing segment of the entire show. I think there were like six hundred and fifty thousand people that watched it. And this that's for the number one contendership for the AEW world champion. Right. And that's when people just fucking fell off a cliff. That's ridiculous. Uh, the women's number one contender match was good, and the right person won with Tony Storm. I'm digging her character. I'm really liking what she's doing. Unless uh, Sex Gods are having a match at Grand Slam, not that anybody could possibly care. They're just like, oh, it's Grand Slam. It's in Arthur Ashe. You really think they're going to do better? Like, come on. I mean, Arthur Ashe is a stadium, but right. it's probably cut in half Right. For capacity reasons, and they're still probably not going to sell out. I'll have to look at numbers later. And Nick Wayne continues to be an absolute nothing sandwich for me. I have no idea why people jerk him off. I just don't get it. 
Uh, and then Moxley and Big Bill had an international champion match, but uh, Again, nobody, nobody could possibly cares. care. Okay, so Impact 1000. I don't have the numbers for this, but I had them for last week. And last week they had 99,000 people watch at a point zero one, about what they usually do, um, a little bit higher than the week previous. Uh, 1000, part one, I don't like that. Because it's not <laughs> Impact 1000 next week. It's Impact 1001 next week. Have a two-hour show and put everything on the card. Come on. Um, I really liked the knockout spot. That was really good. Leo Rush and Chris Sabin had a fun main event. Uh, Tracy Brooks going into the TNA Hall of Fame is 100% the right call. Um, it looks like they want to introduce more and more people per class. Because remember, Mike Tanay and Don West mm -hmm. are going in. So, Which is also a great decision. Right. I mean, I mean the, whole, the whole show from top to bottom, even Feast for Fired was fun. That's one of the better Feast for Fireds. Uh, Team 3D, they just kind of looked as they always do. Yeah. Bull, I mean, Bully Ray looked like Bully Ray, and Devon looked like Devon. Right. They probably should have worn Team 3D gear. Probably would have been. They probably cool. can't fit into it. <laughs> well, Bully Ray probably can. Uh, Devon, I'm not sure. But they, they looked good. They, they worked really well together. And they faced Desi Hit Squad, which was a fun little, you know, a fun little return for them, too. I liked Impact. It was, it was, a, it was a good show. <laughs> and finally, with SmackDown, Jesus Christ, if they do not get more than 2.094 million in a .53 demo, I have no idea what to do. Because you had The Rock and John Cena and Pat McAfee. People lost their minds. Ball Arena lost their roof. Yeah. As soon as the Rock came it became, out. It became a stadium. It became, <laughs> it became a stadium. Uh, so, yes, this is our stomping grounds. Ball Arena, Pepsi Center. Pepsi Center. Uh, in Denver. So, that was really cool. Uh, Grayson Waller effect was actually good for the most part. They were booking Jimmy Uso a lot better than this week than they did last week. So, that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, Miz and LA Knight had a fun match. Not as good as a payback match, but a fun match overall. Uh, LWO had a segment and then a match. Uh, Cruz El Toro and Walking Wild are totally useless in this group. They just lose, and they lost in Street Profits pretty decisively. Uh, uh, Finn Balor and AJ Styles had a pretty good match. I like that. And Austin Theory, despite him getting beaten up, did not look weak. Uh, the one thing that I did notice, I basically went through every segment, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Io Sky, I believe, was supposed to defend the uh, women's champion tonight or last night against Asuka but for some reason they changed it and she wasn't there at all I have the promotional picture for it and I grabbed it from uh, 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 WWE's Twitter account literally last week so I have no idea why that happened I hope she's cool uh, but really that's it obviously there's collision but I will cover that later and there's no way I'm going back to Rampage because they had like two squash matches, and I'm not wasting my time. So, <laughs> there we go. So when we come back, Peanut Gallery, what are we talking about? We're talking about the merger, baby. All right. We are back, Peanut Gallery. TKO officially dropped. And yep. Not only that, they but dropped, their stocks. Yep, they dropped on Tuesday. I saw the ticker change over from WWE. Well, they didn't change over. I just had to delete WWE from my uh, ticker whatever, my, my stock app, and replace it with TKO yep. Holdings. Um, as of right now, I think it's still hovering around $100. It's, it's still hovering around $100 per share. Now, keep in mind that before this, UFC was a private company. Mm -hmm. So I think that 
investors are just trying to see what the market is doing, which is why it's so flat. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about. Well, I mean, it's 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 part of the right. brand. It, anyways, it, anyways, so yeah, uh, uh, Vince McMahon and Co. were all there. They rang the bell to start the trading day as TKO on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you saw pictures of that, uh, also Vince McMahon um, in the TKO uh, Holdings website looks like a James Bond villain. So that's fun. I have no... Dude, get rid of this weird pencil mustache. It's just odd. (laughs) Well, (laughs) anyways, so as with every merger, there are growing pains if you want to call them growing pains i mean they just doubled in size and obviously we had our first round of announcements of layoffs on friday mm-hmm. and everyone was instructed to work from home per uh, nick Khan, and a hundred people were let go on friday uh, some notable ones is was the uh, vice the executive vice president of global marketing for wwe dana warrior uh i can't think of anybody else off the top of my head no those, those yeah those a lot ones. of them a lot of them were internal yep. um you know company side cuts which happens with every merger because you don't need two marketing departments anymore. You need two of this or two of that. So they're just getting rid of redundancies. But the thing is, is that I feel like they're just going to do that until they figure out what they want to do. Because if the same, if the same person is going to do UFC and WWE marketing, I feel like that would be a mistake. Why would it be a mistake? The mistake would be is that they're two totally different brands. They're two totally different strategies. It's not. They're not both wrestling. They're both combat. Yeah, but, but they're they're they're, they're treating they're treating it as a sports marketing. You know, it's it's just sports marketing. People go to college for marketing for sports, so it's 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 kind of the same deal. Um, and there are rumors that possible talent cuts are going to be happening as well. Um, and I don't know if Triple H is going to be all that happy with it, but hey, it's not his company to run. It is a company that is trying to find $100 million in cost-cutting. So that's fun. And now also keep in mind, we're only covering this stuff on the side of WWE. We haven't mm-hmm. even touched on anything UFC. Now, well, because we, we don't we don't follow UFC as much as we do WWE. Obviously, our angle is coming from WWE. I'm sure that UFC as an organization has faced similar types of cuts. Oh, absolutely. Um, I was going to ask you if you did any sort of research regarding that, but it sounds no. like you didn't. But no. That's fine. I, it's fine. It's totally fine. I was just wondering mm. if uh, you had like a comparison between how many people were laid off on the WWE and to the USC side. Right. Because you're right. I mean, if, if they're going to have one team, one company, and one marketing department, obviously they don't need two executive vice presidents of global marketing. Right. <laughs> Stick with one. <laughs> but also keep in mind, too, is that with these growing pains, they always let people go and then also rehire them because it might right. be a restructure of their contract. Today. Right, exactly. And so we, we have to put that into consideration as well. Like they probably, if you go to their website, they probably have a section where they do rehires because mm-hmm. technically they do fire people just to rehire them later under a new contract with new terms. Right. Because 
obviously like oh you're not going to get WWE stock anymore you're going to get you're going to get TKO stock or if, but, if but that you, is even an option within you, you a contract can, right and they might not even know that keep in mind the merger happened not even a week ago right these kinds of things take sometimes months to sort right. of figure out and I think that's sort of when they'll say okay we can uh, bring back these people right so um and yeah like I said they're looking to save a, a boatload of money because they're now one company and they have to do a lot of things in order to restructure. They might still be two separate brands, but no matter what the the pro, no matter what kind of merger it is, there are always people that are let go whenever mergers happen. Yep, exactly. Because they now two companies become one company. And you know, both of them are solid foundations as companies. It's not like they'll be suffering horribly for no. a temporary firing. Like I mean, like I said, I've seen that before, right. where a merger happens, people will be fired for like a month, and then they'll be rehired by the company. And like you said, under new terms, you think you can't just change the terms of the contract. You have to terminate the contract that's given to that person right. at that time, and then renegotiate if you want. Right. Like the person who was fired that was the big marketing person. I don't think she's going to be gone too long, but right. like you said... The stock options are going to be different. Right. Maybe they'll have different severance packages. Maybe the pay will be different. Right. I don't. I don't know what right. they're doing. Uh, we will we'll most likely have a clearer picture at the end of this month, going right. into October. But mm -hmm. that's sort of where we are right now. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what we're dealing with right now. Like I said, a lot of these, a lot of these firings have been internal, like within the company itself. Um, but, uh, like I said, there may be talents that are let go as well. Right. There may be talents that are wanting to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, as rumored, CM Punk says he'll be pretty busy for the next two months. There was a tweet that just came out today. Is there a possibility of someone like CM Punk coming back for, say, a certain event happening in Chicago in November? <laughs> or if he wants to come back to the USC under some other stipulation because he right. has commentary experience. He yep. would be a valuable asset um, as a commentary. And, yeah, let's, let's talk about some of the crossovers because crossovers have been very well – um, very well thought of. Um, Dana White, I know, made uh, responded, I guess, to a comment about WWE and UFC fans being similar audiences, which he they flatly are, denies. They, I agree with him, too. They are very different. Mm -hmm. um, there was also word of Nick Khan's. Uh, he commented on the possibility of a WWE UFC kind of takeover weekend in a certain city where they will run events um, in the same city. Um, I mean, that would be that would be pretty big. And that that might mean more uh, Las Vegas crossover shows. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like things like having a UFC event and a WWE event taking place in the same venue in the same weekend um, on different nights, of course. Um, which, which means selling that, selling pay per view packages at you know X Y and Z. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then the other thing too is um, we got to talk about media rights because. Um, they are uh, WWE and T well the TKO in general has really taken the reins on media rights for uh, they're trying to negotiate on behalf of both organizations as right. far as media rights goes. Right. So sponsorships too. Keep that in mind. Right. Too. Sponsorships yeah. are probably 
going to be done as a package as well. Um, you know, and then partnerships that WWE and UFC have both had in the past might take on a different form because of the restructuring that has occurred. Right, or currently happening. Right, and I'm thinking things like sports betting apps. I'm thinking things like... Well, I mean, you can, um, you can still bet on WWE stuff. You can, you just can't bet on the winner. Right, or, yeah, and, and again... Again, there's there's a lot of a lot of restructuring is taking there's place. A lot of, there's a lot of things up in the air right now. Right. But like I said, the, the thing happened literally this last Tuesday. Yeah. That's what it opened with was TKO being put on the market. Yep. Uh and I mean really it's it's so up in the air, there's so many possibilities and we can name them off forever. Right. But I think we're seeing we're going to see some growing pains, so yep. expect that there's going to be a lot of big changes come yeah. towards the end of this year and the beginning of 2024. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to take a number of months, but hey, they've done it before, and uh, yeah, we'll see it happen again. Um, anyways, that's all I've got. When we come back, do Ooh, we have a bad match? We do have a bad match. Uh, it took me a minute to find it, but I did find it. So we'll be back with that. So we are back. Uh, Peanut Gallery and I have moved over a little bit because we have a fun match. And it's a match that some of you may or may not know. Uh, Spike or MTV, back in the day, MTV2, yes. had a little promotion, 2010-2011, uh, called Lucha Libre USA. There was a match that is very infamous, but uh, I have the list right here. So the highlighted one right there. So... Uh, this is what we're watching. It is Mascarita Dorada and Octagocito, so minis, taking on Pequeño Halloween and Tigresa uh, Caliente, or Rocka Khan. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's not a long match. It's less than 10 minutes, but it is a very bad match around Rocka Khan because she, I think, tried to kill these people. So, <laughs> uh, we're going to be watching that. Right now, uh, there is a uh, it is an English commentary, but there is somebody who is commenting over it in another language. Ah. So uh, we'll have to deal with it because I couldn't find this anywhere else. Uh, this show used to be on Hulu, but I could not find it on there. I wish I could, though. Right. So uh, here we go. I'm going to move over just a slightly a bit more. Oh, by the way, um, I think the English commentator is uh, Kevin Kelly. I have no idea what she's doing. I have no idea what's going on here. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, by the way, uh, she is six foot one, and she is a tall boy. This is uh that's a person that Kurt Angle had an affair with back in TNA. I know they dated. This is But isn't that This is weird. It's really weird, right? It's like why was she why is she in this match? Because she feels I don't know. Nope, I'm running around. It's it's a literal like kid-sized man. But I mean Octagon Cito is a very good wrestler. I kind of wish there was a bunch of minis. <laughs> those those look like real like slaps. Yeah, I know. Face. Can we do something like right? I feel like we have done nothing this whole match. 
What the? <laughs> that was a weird kick. That was really weird. It slaps her in the ass. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a shoot kick right, right. to the chest, the poor guy. She swung that arm, too. Oh, I know. Thank God everybody else is pretty good. Right. So, uh, uh, Pequeno Halloween is a little bit taller than the other minis, but he's technically a mini. Okay, that was really good. Right. But I love, I love mini wrestling. Like, if it's really good mini wrestling, it's really good. Yeah, mini wrestling tends not to be very good, though. Sometimes it... I hate saying it. It sounds really mean and ableist, but I laugh more. I know. Well, especially if there was like, oh god, what's his name? The really uh, micro man. Yeah. He's like one foot two or something. Right. So this show went uh, for two seasons. Yep. Yeah, and this this mini seems a little bit taller. Yep. Like yeah, you would you would mistaken it for. <laughs> she tried to kill him. Like that was a punch. That was right. not a clothesline. She punched him. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Knock the poor guy out. That was really mean. I know, right? Oh, I'm just seeing how it Oh, okay. I'm I'm actually in a good spot. Why is she treating him like like a baby? I know, that's kind of uh that was really weird. That was yeah, that was, that was kind of cringy. <laughs> it's just straight against the poor dude. In the I know, game. right? Jeez. <laughs> you can tell that he's knocked into a loop. Just standing there. I know. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure what that was. I don't know. Did she have to leap like that? that was yeah, really she kind of did. I saw that. This is kind of a weird match. I don't know how to feel about it. But it's, it's like a mixed tag, but it's not a mixed tag because on the other side, it's two guys. Right. But then you have, like, the good wrestling here. Right. It's like, we have the good, and then Rocka Khan gets in there and, and fucks then, everything up. Yeah. Or uh, Tigressa. Oh, by the way, uh, for some reason, I'm not sure if you noticed, it's right behind me, but uh, there was, like, a canvas on an easel right behind Tigressa there. I think there was a person who would, like, paint while the show happens. It was part of their gimmick. Um, okay. You'll see it. It's, it's so noticeable. I can't remember where they filmed this. I don't, yeah, I don't remember either. Do you see it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. Okay, she... okay, that was a fake. That was a fake ass punch. Come on. Is she biting him? I mean, I don't know what she's doing, but I'll do that. Yeah, there we go. There's the painter. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what's happening with that. Oh my, oh my god. god! That was a that was oh straight to the stomach there. Oh Ow! Ow! I felt that. <laughs> He's spitting the blood, the poor guy. I know. Seriously. Hey, look, there's a Rebby Hardy. Uh, I can't remember what her name was. I think it was Rebecca Reyes in this show. Oh.
That was the worst shove I've ever seen. Right. Okay, we don't have to die here. Oh, she's pulling her hair back. And just ripped her shirt. I'm like, oh, hey, hold on. Usually you have to pay like five ninety nine to unlock that. Right. <laughs> Isn't this not a pin? Like, was that I, whole thing not a pin? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> that, that was, was so poorly timed. <laughs> oh, and that was it. Wow. That was rude. That, that, wow. That was a hard one to watch. That was. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, it's like, oh, the minis? Oh, cool. Some fun lucha. Right. Know, neat. But then, oh, no, there we go. All right, well, that is our match. You can recommend any match. Uh, make sure it's under 10 minutes. Yes. If it, if it goes over a little bit, it's not a big deal, but uh, and also make it bad. Yeah, like, it has to be a really bad match. Uh, we're, we're starting to run thin, and there was not really anything this week that consummated, so this was great. So, uh, maybe we'll revisit. I heard there were a couple of matches that were, like, really, really bad here. Mm -hmm. Oh, with, with Lucha Libre USA? Yeah. I also want to find, oh, God, what was that promotion uh, that MTV did to, uh, uh, it had, like, all the gangsters and shit. Oh. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking I, I about. I think I know what you're talking about. It's, like a, it, it's, it's literally like a ghetto wrestling. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they called it that. Uh, but well, I'll find it. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, remember to like, follow, subscribe, become a patron, get hats, everything yep. of that. Oh, and we are also not doing a show next week. Yes. Uh, we're doing the Saturday show because Mothership is coming in tomorrow and she'll be here over the course of that weekend. So no show. Uh, and as always, be majestic.